0: Time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. Oh no. Not today. Not this week, people. Not this episode. This episode. First off, can everybody hear me? Am I alive? Is there somebody out there in this world watching me? That's right, people. It is Sunday night. It is episode 198. And this is The Brian Show. Is this banner too big? I don't know. You can already see my insecurities rising to the surface. Oh, I think we are live. Ooh, is this freaky? All right, people. Um, you may be wondering, what is going on here? Why can I see Brian's head so big? Why does he look so close? Why is he asking questions? Why isn't Ron interrupting him? And there's a reason for that. The reason, as I take a sip of my uh, uh, cold beverage, we're, we're not doing drink of the week yet. This is, this is not the time. Mm, okay. Um, the reason why things may seem somewhat askew why you may be somewhat uncomfortable, wondering why over here, hold on, no, wrong one, why right here, yes, that is an umbrella, in case you're wondering, for those people watching the video, that is an umbrella dangling from a doorknob, Ron has abandoned me this week, this is not the Ron and Brian podcast, this is the Brian podcast, this is the Brian show, episode 198, we sit here, on Sunday, March 20th, I really like having Ron around to fact check me as most of the things I say are likely incorrect. However, we're going to see what we can do. I've picked a terrible time to come up with a, a dry throat, but that is my uh, long form COVID kicking in um, uh, with, the, with, the, with the mucus, with the cough. It's not going anywhere. It's really annoying the crap out of me. Um, I was told recently I should go to a doctor, get some kind of steroid prescription. But I am not looking for a roid rage. I am not looking to see my testicles shrink into uh, a small peanut-sized sack. That is not the way this man is going to go down. This man will die with large testicle sacks, dipping into the toilet as he sits down for his number twos. And let's be brutally honest, by that point in my life, I will probably be sitting down for number ones as well. Um, uh, recent events in my life, have, uh, we'll get to it later. Um, man, getting old sucks. Getting old sucks, people. You don't want to get old. What you want to do is you want to get in the game, have some fun. This has got to stop. Um, you got to have some fun. You got to do what you can. There, there you go. We're going to be leaning heavily on our viewer comments. So if, if you are watching live at home, please feel free. Jump on the YouTube channel. If you're watching this on Facebook, if you're watching this on Twitch, I'm running the show, and things are going to get a little weird. Things are going to be said. Um, Nothing inappropriate. This is not an after dark, people. Ooh, hold on. That gives me an opportunity to sit there and remind everyone. Look at that. Does the boy. Know what he is doing. Right now, we've got running at the bottom, costing us 75 cents each time it runs through. I keep saying to Ron, make longer tax This way we pay less, as it only counts for fewer loops. The man will not listen to me. He owns 51% of this podcast. I only own 49, which means I get to participate, but I do not get to decide. We are not doing After Dark tonight. There will be no After Dark. There will be an After Dark next week. A lot of people knew. New people are sitting there saying, what is After Dark? What am I missing if I'm not After Dark? After Dark is our Patreon show. Um, uh, One of the things that Ron and I said, I've said this before, and I will keep saying it until everybody in the world has joined our Patreon. We have said that the Ron and Brian podcast always will be free for the masses. You're always going to get the opportunity to listen to one hour of, I was going to normally say Ron and I rambling, but this week you're only going to get me. Um, you're going to get me rambling. Um, so uh, what we like to do is we say to the world, enjoy the show for free. If that is how you want to uh, uh, appreciate what we're putting out, just being supporting the show, absolutely subscribe on YouTube. So sub- follow us on Facebook. Um, join the Twitch. Um, we also have Instagram, Twitter, lots of great, you know, content kind of nooks like that. But if you want to say to yourself, "How can I go above and beyond? How can I really show that I, I am supporting what's going on here?" Um, why does it still have my name over there? It's real strange. Anyway, you can see I'm easily distracted. Um, join our Patreon. Go to go to our website, Rod and Brian Podcast. Click on the button in the upper right hand corner that says uh, "Become a Patron." Go to the uh, uh, patreon.com. Register if you're not already on that website. There's multiple levels that you can join um, to show support on our Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, that gets you audio of an extra show that we do just for Patreon. We set aside stories. We set aside um, uh, things in the news that are really kind of inappropriate for the masses. It's inappropriate for everything, as I take some more of my trusty water I'm gonna slurp every beverage that I drink tonight. ooh ASMR slurping really what it is is this um for the for those that do listen to the audio and there are masses listening to the I know that there are humbled families in uh, bomb shelters in the Ukraine can't afford YouTube. you know what but they are listening to the to to the streaming audio so i I don't want those you know poor kids who've been disaf- who've been um, dislocated from their homes, dislocated from their families. Dislocate is probably the night, not the right word that I should be using, but I'm doing it. We've already gone seven minutes, people. Seven minutes into this podcast, I've survived it. Woo! I feel like Bill Burr in Philadelphia. Um, uh. So, um, so the way to support the show is good uh, is to join our Patreon. $10 a month gets you a link every Sunday. You can watch the show live. Join once a month. We do a pajama party, which we will be doing next Sunday. And a pajama party is we um, once a month, we invite our uh, all of our Patreons to come on, join us in the show. Yes. Thank you. William Esquire, nice reference. That's all I have. Uh, literally, it's all I have to offer this world are nice references. Um, but it's uh, uh, we let it, we do the pajama party. People come on, it's a fun thing. We uh, you know, uh, uh, we, we we share personal stories. Um, Ron drinks high alcohol uh, uh, beers throughout the regular podcast, so he tells stories on the after dark that he probably wouldn't want um, uh, uh his uh, uh, his family to hear. I mean, let's be brutally honest, there are stories that he doesn't want, there are stories about Ron that he does not want. Mrs. Ron to hear about. To be really honest, Mrs. Ron doesn't even listen to the podcast. So she wouldn't even know. But still, he saves those spicy stories. I do myself. Um, so what we do is we've got that. That is our Patreon. That is coming off because we are not talking about Patreon anymore. But what we are talking about is Drink of the Week. And if you're going to say to me, Brian, why aren't you playing the Drink of the Week song? It's because I don't know where it is. Hold on. How did Ron not show me where the Drink of the Week song is? I mean, I've got dead anti-vaxxer, but um, hold on. But this time got to stop. Hmm. Interesting. How on earth? Hold on. Don't go anywhere, people. He did not give me the audio for Drink of the for... Oh, that's because it's on his computer. The rat bastard. We're doing Drink of the Week. No intro music. No background music this is just me this is you're literally only going to hear my voice so what we are starting off with is what's brian drinking you're asking well uh, my good friends i'm not going to say our good f- why is this banner so fucking big on my head um can i lower it can i make it smaller i don't believe i can but uh, D, this all should have been worked out before the show started. But I'm not that good. Um, here, see the way it shows up there. Bing, 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 bing. Drink of the week, my good friends over at Virginia Beer. It's kind of blurry. The Virginia Beer Company. One night in Williamsburg. Take a look at this beer. I'm about to put up. Look at the beautiful. Look at the shine. Look at the the opaqueness. Almost opaque. Almost opaque, I say. But not quite. It's not completely opaque. It's an opaque-ish. It's, it's, you can almost, hold on, can you see, can you see how many fingers I'm holding up? No, you really can't. However, um, what I'm drinking this week is called, uh, this is called One Night in Williamsburg which is a Vice style ale with pineapple. It's a crisp and pleasingly sweet Berliner Weiss. Berliner? Berliner? How would the Europeans handle it? Not sure how they would pronounce that. I think it's firmly established that I have a very American accent in terms of the way I choose to pr- uh, pronounce my words. But it's got a soft and tart finish. The lush tropical flavors added by additions of pineapple will surely provide a touch of welcome hospitality to palates near and far. Part of the Virginia Beer Company's one-night series of tart, fruity sours, which originated as taproom-exclusive releases in their Williamsburg... This How, fu- how is this a Williamsburg-Brooklyn beer? Why am I drinking... Bro- I thought it was from Virginia i feel lied to um let this light and refreshing beer transport you to destinations both far and near speaking of destinations far and near i would like to remind everyone that ron is in the fucking bahamas that's right ron and his wife are in the bahamas right now they might be watching this and just ripping me to shreds but i'm not going to give them the satisfaction that's right mm, no we are not going to give Ron the satisfaction. I am going to do the show. 11 minutes and 57 seconds. Yes, he's still doing it. Anywho, so coming in at a very mild, and nothing to be shocked, 4.9% ABV. You are looking at one night in Williamsburg by the Virginia Beer Company. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Ooh oh daddy like i don't understand the whole daddy thing that it seems to have taken over the world people calling themselves daddy yeah no no is it williamsburg virginia hold on i think billy may have just abs is it williamsburg virginia have so it has nothing to do with brooklyn thank you william esquire um i i i appreciate the support janelle thank you if only i can read the can um here, but when I put up the can, can you read the, can you, no, actually, no. Why is it now you can read the can? Why is it when I held it up earlier? It was all musty and, no? Oh. hold on. Where does it say for, yeah. Okay. Look at the size of this font. I'm sorry, Janelle. You want me to read this? You want me to be able to read this size lettering? You know, I had eye surgery. You know, I can't read things. That's a, a, a 0.5 font unrecognizable no it it says where where does it say virginia oh the virginia beer company god damn it i'm not off to a good start here people people this is not going well anywho drink of the week is once again one night in williamsburg so am i that new york centric that i hear the word williamsburg and i just assume that it's in brooklyn this could be a problem people am i brooklyn centric should i move to brooklyn i don't want to yeah uh Hmm. Also, and let's just to be completely transparent, because I do believe in it. I did also pour myself a glass of uh, Jack Daniels, Gentleman Jack to um, go with the beer. If you are a fan of Jack Daniels and you want something smooth, that's just going to go down, warm up the insides and provide you with just enough um, confidence that you actually can try to sell to the world the fact that you can do a one hour podcast all by yourself. Um, Gentleman Jack, look at that. Even in a Jack Daniels glass. Did you enjoy the ASMR? I don't know. I'm kind of losing it. Um, all right. So that is drink of the week. Na, na, na. I'm going to take off drink of the week. And um Let's move on to our next segment, which Ron likes to refer to as beef of the week. That's right, people. There's no music. We have no music that goes along with this this week. Maybe maybe we're going to have Matt Beaker put this in post-production. Maybe they're going to play it afterwards. 15 minutes, people. I've done 15 minutes by myself. Mom, you would be so proud of me right now. No, she wouldn't. She'd be embarrassed. My mother would be embarrassed of me right now. Beef of the week. I have two this week. I have two beefs. One, not really like beef, major beef. Second one is, is, is really my beef of the week. Uh, first beef, we're going to talk about things that annoyed me this week. Um, I was in a, uh, a, 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 a restaurant. I was in a chain restaurant, which I would describe it as um, – uh, it's it's a it's a national chain. It's a well known national chain which features a vast menu um, with a, a namesake dessert that goes with it. Um, uh, in advance, I had made reservations. I would said, "You listen, I'm not going to just roll in uh, uh, to a Queen's place on a on a uh, uh, on an evening. This place is going to be a, a madhouse." I made reservations as I approached the maitre d' table, if you would actually want to call it a maitre d' table, um, uh, the, the couple ahead of me were in a terrible mood. Um, they were literally just um, uh, sh- daggers. They were literally just shooting daggers out of their eyeballs at the young lady that was behind the counter. I don't know if maitre d' is really... Um, yes, it was. It was the, ma- the blackout cake factory. Absolutely. Um ironically the blackout cake not black at all it's actually brown go figure what are the odds how would that happen how does that happen um uh, uh misleading advertising is what i call it so there so so this couple are literally complaining to the maitre d um i'm going to call it a maitre d because i don't know what else to call it the hostess hostess is the word god damn it i do not need Ron to do a podcast that's right. It's 17 minutes. The confidence is kicked in. Thank you, Mr. Jack Daniels for providing me the confidence to announce that I can do a solo podcast. Mm. ASMR. No, I desperately need you Ron. Please come back. I miss you. Um, I know he's going to watch this while he's on vacation. Absolutely. I know he's going to watch this and he's going to sit there and be like, I need to, I need to get back in there. Um, so they're complaining to the hostess, wow, look at me, just mastering words. The vocabulary is just coming back to me. Um yes, I'm a product of the New York City Board of Education. This is this is really what I need. Um another time reminder. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm going to I just decided I'll be doing this the whole episode. Um so what happens is so they're complaining because There's going to be a wait. Now, keep in mind, it's like 7.30, possibly 7.45. They're complaining that they're being told it's going to be a wait because they rolled up to the Blackout Cake Factory with a table for six. Now, I don't know about many uh, established restaurants, but the 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 Blackout Cake Factory, they've got established table sizes. This is not like... um, This is not Applebee's. This is not Chili's where they can just mash some tables together and create a six top out of nowhere. No, 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 no. You have to actually somehow merge the booths and whatnot. But um, apparently they were able to do it. But they literally were sitting there complaining that they have to wait now longer than other couples who showed up after them who had already been seated. And the hostess was trying to explain to them, yes, that's because they're a table for two or a table for four. And it's going to be a little bit longer for us to get a table of six together. And this couple was not hearing it. And all I could think to myself was, take it easy on this poor young woman. She's she's not getting rich working at this job. She's doing her best. And frankly, you're in the wrong. And how did I know they were in the wrong? Because I decided it. I sat there and said, Mm, take it easy on this young lady. Um, so then um, after they walked away, I walked up and said, hey, uh, uh, I, I checked in 20 minutes ago. Uh, when is my table ready? Like an asshole, because I just d- had felt I had decided um, that I had waited long enough. And now it was just time for me to just uh, automatically uh, get, get my table and was told, well, actually, you're uh, uh, 10 minutes before your, um, reservation time. So you're going to need to wait another 10 minutes. And what did I do? Did I act like an asshole? Did I act like a, like a, like a, oh, you'll get your invite. S- slow your roll, slow your roll. You can't be invited to every dinner. You can't, you are invited to the dinners I have with you and you will be invited to future dinners. Um, I believe there's a, uh, John's of bleaker, uh, 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 invitations somewhere in the running. Um, so um, so did I act like an asshole? No. You know what I did? I went back to the bar and I waited like a human being because I am a human being. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, people, that we've been doing the show and we're still in B for the week. Oh, I'm going to drag this fucking thing out for as long as possible. We may go longer than an hour. I got a whole slew of stories that we're going to talk about. Whole slew. I haven't even opened up to the floor. Where people are going to be, um, I, I've, already, you know, we said on social media, bring the, bring your questions, bring your comments, bring your subject suggestions, um, and they have been rolling in. People like, I want to hear Brian talk about this, and I want to hear Brian talk about that, and I want to hear Brian talk about this, and I want to hear Brian talk about that, and I couldn't come up with anything that rhymes with that, which is why I just repeated myself because I'm not that good. Um, so, uh, so first off. Beef number one, people who treat retail staff poorly. Listen, it's it's two and a half years into this pandemic. Two years? Yeah. Two years into this pandemic. Let's quit the shit. Let's start being nicer to each other. Um, you only get one spin around uh, 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 the sun. No, that's not true. You actually get one spin around the sun every 365 days. So people would be living more than just a year. Ergo, you get multiple spins around the sun, but you get a finite number of spins. So while you're here, uh, while you're here, uh, please treat people better. Second one, my second beef of the week. Da la da. Um, My second beef of the week are Uber drivers who um, uh, have too much air fresheners or wear too much cologne in their Ubers. Um, As as people who uh, uh, know me. Uh, on a personal level, are aware, and I'll, I i think I may have said it uh, uh, earlier on the show, my father, uh, near and dear to me, um, has had some health problems recently. Um, and uh, uh, I have been taking, uh, and he's been in uh, uh, medical uh, facilities in an attempt to get better, and I, which has caused me to have to take many Ubers over the past couple months. And something that I've noticed has gotten very much worse, the Uber drivers in Long Island Rockville Center, I'm calling you out. Why do you wear such terrible cologne when you're driving in Rockville Center in an Uber? Um, but yeah, it is literally like you sit in it and it even wearing a mask, keep in mind, most of the drivers in Long Island will just call it Rockville Center. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not snitching. I'm not throwing out any names. Maybe I am. Maybe, 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 maybe later on, if we're still going, I'll throw a couple, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll pull up my my Uber history and I'll start calling out some names of people who, uh, who suffocated me with their, um, yeah, that's it. That's absolutely correct, Janelle. It is because it's Long Island. Why is Long Island so fucking gross? Why do I, why do I truly, um, why do I truly despise, um, uh, Long Island. I do. There's just something gross about it. It's the suburbs. That's what it is. I find the suburbs just, there's something about just this blandness. There's blandness to Long Island. Maybe Jersey's different. I don't know. Maybe there's better parts of Long Island. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't believe that it's, that, that there's good parts of Long Island. Um, it's just house after house after house with lawns and backyards and, and, and then you get a, a, a street with some commercial there, and then you've got strip malls, and then you have more malls. Um, and who am I kidding? It's not like the city is any better. You just got, like, street after street, bums out and bums garbage. That's the city, bums and garbage. I wonder if um, Mayor Adams is going to create a new advertising campaign. Come to New York. Visit our bums and our garbage. New York City. Mm -mm. um but like you get in that car and and i'm one of the few so i get in and i i'm wearing a mask because i i you know i'm used to new york city where you're you know pretty much going indoors put the mask on um pretty much you get into any kind of train or whatnot put it on um so what happens is i get on and you automatically see the driver who's got a mask or a gator um, uh, uh, pull down. They immediately pull up because they think that I'm like some kind of like mask uh, führer, um, but I'm not. I'm not a führer. Um, more of a Nazi, but I'm not a mask führer. A mask Nazi, yes. I'm not a mask führer. Führer. Um, so anywho, um, but it's just like, but it's it within seconds. The 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 smell permeates and starts. Twenty five minutes just singes my nose. Um, I literally can feel the nose hairs just burning off and falling into the mask. Um, recently I was in Philadelphia visiting uh Ron and Mrs. Ron, and we got into an Uber to go to a restaurant. I feel like I um I feel like this is a recurring problem in my life, but we got in uh, uh, in the Uber to drive to the restaurant, and I am not exaggerating. And if Ron were here, he would back me up, but he apparently doesn't care about this show enough to commit to every Sunday. Um, you know what, here, uh, a little tangent here. Um, back when I could not do the show because I was having surgery on my, uh, I believe the taint area of my body. Um, uh, what did Ron do? Did Ron do a solo show? No, Ron put together a best of. He just clipped together some parts because he wanted, you know, that's how he wanted to do the show. No, I'm doing the show. Sans Ron, sans Ron. Which means without Ron to all of my non-European speaking friends, um, and we'll get to we'll get to what's going on in Ukraine. It's still important. It's still out there. Um, Sans Ron, um, so uh, I'm not exaggerating. The Uber driver had at least fifteen air fresheners of the same scent, just all dangling from the rear view mirror thingy hook is it the right phrase the hook we'll call it the hook um was just dangling there um and it was it was so uh... someone's coming to drop off a package i'm gonna let them in why because it's a package i'm looking to have delivered Hmm. interesting amazon said they were going to deliver by nine and it's eight Thirty eight twenty seven. Ooh, okay. So, um, hope the guy doesn't ring the bell. Could be a woman. Don't want to be sexist. Um, yes. So there were so many. Oh, sorry. Hold on. You know what? I want to apologize, Janelle. I apologize to your cats. Um, uh, uh personally. Uh, meow. 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 Okay. So if they woke up, now they just got their, and they got their meows. And I had to comment on the fact that it was just so audacious um, how many um, uh, 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 fresheners there were. Um, Was it black ice? Was it black ice? I'm not sure whether it was black ice. Um, uh, uh, I think it was, I think there were black ones and I believe there were green ones and it was just a combination. So Ron is sitting on one side, Mrs. Ron is sitting in the center. I'm sitting on the, uh, uh, on the other side and the three of us, are just sitting in the back, packed in like sardines, minding our business, and the car gets quiet. And one of the things that uh, uh, I find uncomfortable at times, I can do silence one-on-one. I actually have a great level of comfort in silence in a one-on-one situation. Um, And um, I, I can live in that space. I, I'm not uncomfortable by it. But suddenly if you've got like a, a group of four and it's silent, now I start to feel uncomfortable. Maybe, I think in a, in a group of three, I could probably handle silence. But a group of four, suddenly I feel that it, 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 uh, there's a failure in our group um, to be able to hold conversation. So this lady is driving and she's got these air fresheners just zigzagging all over the place. I don't know how it's not distracting her ability to drive. Waiting for Ron to say something. He doesn't say anything. I'm waiting for Mrs. Ron to say something. She doesn't say anything. So I have to say something. So I sit there and just literally blurt out because sometimes I lack a filter. I lack the ability to restrain myself from saying things that have the potential to make a complete stranger feel uncomfortable. So out of nowhere, as we're driving, I just blurt out, Wow, that's a lot of air fresheners. Immediately, I get an elbow right into the rib cage by Mrs. Ron. She literally like it was almost as if the second I said wow, she like just leaned back and started to like like the the force that she was coming with. I mean, this was like a UFC move that that combined Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with um uh, 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 I'm going to say Kung Fu where she just came across and mm, got me right in the rib cage. So as I'm saying 30 minutes, as I'm saying, that's a lot of air fresheners. She just go uh, right into me. And the woman sat there and said, Oh, um, is it too much as Ron slowly opening the window on his side of the car because he's dying, but he didn't have the balls to say anything. Now I feel like a dick I feel like a complete dick because now I feel like I made this woman feel uncomfortable in her car. And and like, I I feel like an Uber... Another thing, here's another complaint that I have with people, is the fact that like an Uber driver is not your employee. You can't just scream at an Uber driver. You don't yell at an Uber driver. You are getting into their car. You're, you're visiting their home, in essence. Um, how dare you treat somebody like that poorly in that moment? Um, so she's like, oh, no, no, is, 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 it too, is, it, you know, is it too much? And I was like, no, 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 I love the scent. Here comes Mrs. Ron, elbow number two, right into my rib cage. Not as hard. It wasn't as heavy handed. Um, But I'll tell you, the woman knows how to elbow. Like she got the corner of her elbow right in the rib cage. I don't know whether she knew this in that moment, but I have broken ribs before. I know that pain. I know that hurt. Mrs. Ron, you almost broke my rib cage. So then i just made up some shit to this lady that the um, that I love that odor and it smelled great as Ron's lowering his window even more. Um, And then we all sat awkwardly in the car for like another 20 minutes. Um, Oh, it was very, very awkward. Very, very awkward. Um, But yeah, Uber drivers, take it easy enough with the cologne. Um, uh, 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 Ease it down. Ease it down. People are trying to breathe here and, and it's getting a little rough. Um uh what other uh what else do we have to talk about? It is uh we have survived 32 minutes. I'd like to say that I've done pretty well. I've dragged out these um uh a uh, couple. What have we done? We've done two bits. What am I watching? You wanna to know. You said to me, Hey Brian, what are you watching? Um let's see what would Ron do. Here's Hot Podcaster Summer. Uh, what are you watching? Why don't I here we go? What are you watching? So I have a recommendation that I believe Ron had uh, made a couple weeks ago that I did not get around to actually watching yet. Um, and it was, I watched um, uh, a documentary on uh, Netflix called The Alpinist. Now, some Americans will call it The Alpinist. This is incorrect. This is one of those moments where Americans um, come across as assholes. Thank you, William Esquire. Brian, what are you watching? Here's my answer. So uh, Netflix has a documentary called The Alpinist. Now, one of the things right off the bat that uh, uh, jumps out at you is that it's not the Alpinist. Americans, we love to pronounce things incorrectly by um, the fact that we have bastardized the English language. And um, we are just so confident that we are always right that we've decided that the way the rest of the world pronounces a word just has to be wrong. Um, and I'm guilty of it. So I'm like, Oh, the Alpinist Alpinist. And then the show starts, everyone starts referring to um, people who climb mountains as um, alpinists. And I'm like, okay, uh, I guess I'm wrong. One thing I will say about myself. When I am wrong, I will admit it. I do not have a problem with admitting that I'm wrong. I can be stubborn at times, but I always will say, you know what? I was wrong that time. Um, Sometimes I automatically apologize unnecessarily, which I think is part of my charm, is the fact that I just inherently um, apologize. Um, But getting back to what I'm watching. So Netflix has this documentary, and it's called The Alpinist, which tells the story of um, a a Canadian climber who goes by the name of Marc-André Leclerc, I will say that again, called Marc-André Leclerc, even though he spells it L-E-C-L-E-R-C, which I would pronounce it Leclerc. But apparently when you're Canadian, you get to just pick and choose which letters you're going to just not pronounce in your name because um, L-E-C-L-E-R-C is Leclerc. But the entire hour and 45 minutes, they call him Leclerc. Leclerc. Look here. Hold on. I'm gonna have some more. Mm. I didn't realize how dry my throat was going to be um from talking for 35 minutes. This this is just flying. I can't believe I I can't believe this. Um and I was actually nervous. I thought I was not gonna be able to pull this off. 35 minutes. We haven't even gotten to stories yet. We're still at what are you watching? Um uh so it's about this kid. This, this wonder kid, if you would look at me embracing, uh, uh, the continent. Um, so it's about this, this, this kid who literally comes onto the scene of, uh, mountain climbers, um, uh, in, in, in a very off, uh, 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 the, the beaten pathway where he is doing these incredible solo ascents of mountains throughout the world, um, with very little fanfare. Um, he's not on social media. He is not promoting himself in the way that modern uh, mountain climbers are doing so. And it suddenly catches the eye. There's a buzz about him. He is doing things in a way that others are not in the sense of he's doing climbs of mountains that people have not been able to successfully do it before. He is, um, uh, um, he is taking routes, up these mountains that people have struggled with. He is breaking time records. So not only is he um, showing that he can uh, accomplish what no one has done before, but he's also doing it in, in ways at times of um, uh, with, which is speed with, you know, which, which to me is just accuracy. I mean, I've been accused of, of speed records and other different ways, but you know, that was in my teens and twenties and thirties and forties and when I've had to apologize multiple times. Hmm. I may have another one of these beers. So, the idea so so the idea is it's a documentary about him. So it's about these two filmmakers who follow him as he goes on these climbs. First off, if you are not on board with a documentary about mountain climbers, you're missing out. The visuals of these things are fucking amazing. They are you're talking about tens of thousands of feet in the air. Maybe 10,000 feet in the air. Um but this kid is is doing these solo climbs. So he's not, there's no support network behind him. He literally is going up there with two pickaxes, um, crampons when he's climbing ice and snow, uh, uh uh stone shoes, uh sneakers when he's climbing up stones. And some of these climbs that he's going up, he's doing. Um, I love the fact that Ron can't cut me off here. Wow, I'm just I am just gonna ramble. This is fucking awesome. Um but you've got, uh, uh, so he's just like, this, this kid just goes up by himself. And then afterwards just tells people, oh yeah, I climbed this mountain. Here's a picture of me on the, uh, you know, uh, of the top of it. Um, so they follow him. So they start trying to build up a comfort level. Oh, he's also, um, I would describe him as on the spectrum. Um, so he's a little socially awkward. Um, and not everybody that's socially awkward is on the spectrum, but he's a little different. Um, and um uh so somehow magically, and even everybody in the that, that knew him at the time was like, somehow he got a girlfriend, and nobody could figure out how because he's that weird. Um, but and his girlfriend's also a climber, so that is um really at this point. Ryan would be just be staring at the screen. No, he, he would have cut me off by now. Anywho, to make a long story short, so this guy climbs these mountains. And it all and it builds up to this monster climb when he goes down to Argentina, Patagonia. Why did I pronounce that with an Italian accent? That's a spicy meatball. Um, so he goes down to Patagonia during the winter, which is apparently like the time the time of the year that nobody climbs. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, if if you haven't watched this and you you want to watch it, um, I'm just going to tell you what's going on with it. Why? Because I can, and no one can stop me. Nobody can stop me. There literally is nothing. There's absolutely nothing in the world right now that could stop me from spoiling what is going on in this thing. This has yes, got to stop. Mm-mm-mm. That's right. Ron's influence is still here. We miss you, buddy. So, um, so he does. So, so he. So they. They've got. They, they've got this footage. Of him climbing this 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 very difficult climb in um, Argentina and the Patagonias, um, and it literally is just um, uh, awe. Like you're in awe of the of of um, what this kid's physical abilities, mental abilities to do this. Um, I sometimes get nervous climbing into bed. This guy is climbing rocks and and it's it's nuts. Uh, it's it's literally nuts. And then spoiler alert: if you don't want to know what's about to happen. Uh, sp- just turn the sound off and I'll I'm going to go like this when it's safe to get back in all right so that's going to be my 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 visual for those that are watching to get back in so this guy does this monster climb you're absolutely sitting there being like wow what a great documentary he did the climb that he had been like building up to for his whole career he succeeded in it what a heartwarming story this is something that just you know it's about the human spirit overcoming succeeding 40 minutes 40 minutes people um and it's just the kind of thing that makes you sit there and just be like you know what i can't, like you know what maybe i too can face a challenge that i've seen in my life and i'm going to take it on and i have the ability to overpower and i'm not going to give up i'm not a quitter um and then and then right after he does this great climb this really difficult climb About a a month later, he goes on a much simpler climb in Alaska and then dies in an avalanche. Like, literally, you just don't see this shit coming. Um, I feel bad for those people that are watching, that are listening to the audio version of it, because they're not going to get my visual um, cue to come back. Oh, that wasn't the cue. So Um, anywho, but it's like. Right after, right after you're sitting there with just like the 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 success of the human spirit, we can do everything. Um, no, there is no challenge that is not strong enough for us. What does this guy do? It is just, um, it, it was just, it was so incredible. And then he just, the guy fucking dies, and he was like 25, like he was so young. Um, I would love to talk about like what you know, what he could have accomplished, but I don't understand mountain climbing. I don't understand why people would sit there and be like, this is what I want to do. I like sitting on my couch and watching other people climb mountains. It's 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 a it's way more fun to me. Um but uh yeah, so the alpinist on Netflix, I watched it, highly recommend, and I believe Ron, um, I should call Ron. Do you think Ron would 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 take a call right now? Just thought of that. Let's see if Ron. Where is Ron? Where in the world is Ron? Um, Do you think he would answer? That's really the question. Is this dialing? Can you hear this? He's in the Bahamas. So I don't know if he got an international plan. It would be interesting if he answered. I bet she's not. Ooh. Yes, sir. Ron, you're on the podcast. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, we're at the 42 minute mark. Um, how are the Bahamas? Uh, the Bahamas are good. We are currently sitting here having. It's Brian. We're having a bucket of beers. Hey. What, you're having a oh oh finally we got Mrs. Susan on the show. Um uh tell me about the bucket of beers. Oh, wait, wait, are we on the podcast? You are on the podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not worthy, dude. I am not. I'm signing off, Marty. Signing off, Marty. Thank you for joining the podcast this week. Put Ron back on. I'm back on. Ron, are you drunk? I'm not, but there are there are uh, individuals at our table that are drunk right now. How does that make you feel? Are you ready to babysit on your vacation? No. That's, well, that's what we're doing, yeah. All right. Just, I just want you to know I'm at 43 minutes, and I'm still up to what are you watching. I haven't even gotten to a news story. That's impressive. Ron, I've... Well, uh, you, Susan would like to talk with you if that's all right. Even though she's on the podcast? She, she, she's a little drunk. Oh, that's not a good idea. That is not a good idea. I will talk to her tomorrow when she's sober. Sounds good. All right. Love you, buddy. Have fun. Right. Love you, too. Wow. He answered. That was awesome. Um, that was Rod's for these, for you, for all of you that were um, uh, 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 missing Ron. So let's take off this banner. What are you watching? Oh, oh, hold on. I'm not done with what are you watching. Also, for fans of true American comedy on Amazon Prime, Don Rickles. It's not new. Uh, Mr. Warmth, a documentary on Don Rickles. It came out, I believe, in 2007 or 2017. I didn't write it down, but that's what my what my memory says to me. Um, and what it basically says is um, it is a documentary where um, they follow Don Rickles in his current um, act that he was doing at the time. The man has passed away. I believe, Billy, please confirm that because I'm not sure um, that uh that that I believe Don Rickles has died. Um but um so it, it shows his his current uh, uh act in uh, uh that he's he's performing in casinos across the country, as well as it intermixes uh video footage of uh, uh the movies that he was in, along with interviews. Um, With current. Oh, oh, he did die in 2007 or is that 2007 when the documentary came out? Come on, I need you faster. He died in 2017. So he had a good 10 years to watch this this documentary. You think he watched it? Do you think people watch documentaries about their lives? I think I would feel very uncomfortable watching a documentary about myself. I would be very off put having to listen to um, uh, me talk. Jack Daniels, you are my friend. Um, but Mr. Warmth. So it mixes that with current um uh with interviews with comedians all talking about how much they revere the man, um how he um he he made them who they are, um and whatnot. 46 minutes. I'm still going strong. So uh absolutely so Mr. Warmth on Amazon Prime, and if you have Netflix, uh watch it. Also, people wondering what your thoughts are on. Um, the uh, uh, stories that came out this past week about um, starting with Netflix. They're not doing it in America yet. Um, I believe they're, they they announced which countries they were doing it in it, but they say they're going to start cutting down on password sharing. Somehow they're acknowledging that they've been up okay up to this point with people who share their account passwords with non-family members Meaning non-household family members to also um, utilize the streaming service. Um, this is something that I have done for um, I would say at least the last three four years unabashedly challenging the streaming services to come after me. Um, you can't get me. You can't get me. I'm too good. I'm um, literally um, my Netflix. My Netflix account has about like seven different. Um, uh, uh, what do you call that? Cues or lists or whatnot. Um, I've got family members that don't even live under the household with me. Netflix, you can't get me. My Hulu, friends, families. I've got neighbors, everybody. And I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it. With the sole exception of AMC Plus and Paramount Plus, which friends of the show have shared with me and then complained that I did not confirm that I was able to use it um, but, uh, that doesn't make me a bad person. I'm not a bad person. I, I, I give out my passwords. Um, anywho, but, uh, uh Netflix says that they're going to start cracking down on it, which is really offensive. Um, just absolutely offensive to me. Um, because, uh, and also I don't know if anybody's noticed, but they've raised the prices like two or three times in the past year, all because they keep giving Dave Chappelle hundreds of millions of dollars to do another 40 minute special. The guy's funny, but not enough for me to pay an extra $3 a month just so he can keep doing it. I'm not okay with that. Not okay with that. Come after me, Netflix. You know why? I'll just make another email. I'll make another email. I'll use a friends or families. What are you watching? What a great bit. So glad we talked about that. All right. What is going on in the world? Now, keep in mind, Ron set me up on the show. Um... He walked me through how to do this, but I don't know how to pull up uh, an image on the side of this. So here we go. We're just going to click a button and none of this does anything. That's what I thought. So I cannot put up the graphics of the stories that I've got lined up. And I apologize to you. I apologize to all of you. You just, you do, um, okay, this, this, this doesn't help. Maybe they keep raising the prices because people keep sharing passwords. Um, but there's a lot going on in the world. Um, this uh, 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 New York, you know, everyone's talking. You know, where it, it feels like you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Ron declared that the, the 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 coronavirus pandemic was over. Ron said um, that it's all, that, that that we have nothing to fear anymore. Uh, I keep hearing stories about a Omicron two variant that is now uh, uh, rising in Europe and Asia has not really made a a presence in America yet, uh, United States. Um, I was once told that it was very arrogant of America to refer to itself as the United States of America, because technically America encompasses um, uh, 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 North America and South America, as well as uh, uh, appropriating the name the United States, because most countries are actually um, states that are united within a country. So um, somebody once told me that was very arrogant of America, and I was like, arrogant? You haven't even seen arrogant yet. Um, we 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 pronounce things alp- alpinist, alpinist, alpine, alpinists. Um, so uh, uh, Omicron two is uh, it's showing it. Um, uh, studies have not shown whether it has um, it, whether it has the same diminished uh, uh, symptoms as the, uh, original Omicron variant of the, uh, COVID-19 and Omicron. Uh, let's face it, people, um, Omicron didn't give a shit about vaccines, didn't care whether you were vaccinated or not. What Omicron cared about was whether, you, whether that you were going to get sick for a couple of days. Um, and sadly, uh, Omicron killed a bunch of people too. So it wasn't all fun and games. Um, however, compared to the OG version of the COVID, I wish I had a, a banner I could put up for the OG COVID because that was what was putting people in refrigerated trucks on the outside of New York City hospitals. That was causing forklifts to be needed to uh, to take corpses um, out, out out into into the morgues. Um, people were dying here in New York City. New York City is the bellwether for the COVID pandemic in in America. You know, it'll, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in New York first. And then the rest of the country will find out about it. Fuck around and find out. New York, we're going to do it first. That's why we're here in New York. Um, not to say that this is a New York-centric podcast. We we are global here, people. We are global. There are people across this world that are that are, that are listening. ASMR. Ron and I have talked about it. We think we may do an all ASMR uh, episode um, in the future where all we do is just sit there with our microphones and we just rub it. We rub our microphones and we just make noises and we whisper and we sit there and say, oh, is this what you want? Is this what you want, baby? Oh, yeah. Talk dirty. Oh, yeah. But that would be me and Ron would just be very uncomfortable within minutes. But that's why you have to give Ron um, uh, 8.4%. That's right, Billy. That's right, William Esquire. 52 minutes. We're going long. I already feel it. We are going long this week, people. Since there is no after dark, I feel that it is inconceivable for me to stop at the one hour mark. Because I right now have about 10 windows open. I hope it's not affecting my video quality. I have 10 windows open of stories of things I want to talk about. Kanye West. Do we care about him? I don't. Why are we talking about Kanye West? Um, there was a story in the news earlier this week, and I'm gonna start closing out uh, uh windows as I get to it. Uh, but Kanye West, it was announced earlier this uh, uh this weekend that his performance at the Grammys was uh, uh was canceled because of his current uh, uh his recent um bizarre behavior on um, uh, uh, social media, which is basically Kanye West. Um, the man, I, 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 I've i never met him. I could give a shit. The man could give a shit about me. So I don't really go for it, right? It's not the point. Maybe it is the point. Mm, I guess it is. So what I'm trying to get at here, people, is Kanye West. Um, he had a couple good songs, uh, in my opinion. I consider myself a hip hop aficionado. I've been a fan since uh, mid 80s. Um, he did uh uh Jesus Walks. Uh he did Runaway, uh Power was also good. I know he produced a couple songs for Jay-Z that was pretty good, but I couldn't name any other Kanye songs that are uh uh that are entertaining. Oh, Gold Digger. So he's got like four good hits. Um, he just put out that album about his mom that was just god awful. Um, the album before that was even worse. Um and uh, it was just trash. So the question really becomes: Why do we care about Kanye more? The man I believe is 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 unstable. Um, based on what he's uh, uh, what his posts on social media are, um, he really seems to be uh, losing it over uh, the marriage that he had with uh, uh, what's her name, Kim Kardashian, and the fact that I'm talking about Kanye West. And Kim Kardashian is embarrassing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the fuck up right now, and we're gonna move on. And why are we gonna move on? Because we're gonna go back to COVID, where I'm going to say that New York State is approaching a milestone. At some point, they're estimating in the next week or two, New York State is going to pass the seventy thousand COVID deaths in America in, in New York State. Um, which is a milestone. And that's something that, that we should, 55 minutes, we should remember that that's a lot of people. Um, yes, that is absolutely correct. Um, COVID needs psychological help, um, especially here in New York State. We're about to hit 70,000 deaths in one state. Um, and for some reason, the subways are still crowded. Can't catch a break. Get on the subway in the morning, going into Manhattan for work, still got a stand, can't get a seat. previous beef of the week men who run on the subway when the doors open so they can get a seat and make women stand on the subway hate that shit absolutely hate that shit um doesn't uh, it just doesn't jive with me um uh let the ladies sit. Uh, uh there's still some uh, uh chivalry chivalry is not necessarily chauvinism um it is just uh, uh being polite to your to uh, to, your, to your neighbor um let the lady sit down. It's 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 the polite thing to do. Um next story we've got is um Nika, oh hold on, I'll pull up the name Nika Nikubin, N I K O U B I N, who is 21 years old. Um this 21-year-old allegedly stabbed her date inside of a Nevada hotel room and we all know nothing good happens in Nevada hotel rooms. Just sex, debauchery, Drugs and the exchange of money. I'm not saying she was a prostitute. Implying, not saying. Mm -hmm. Anywho, but um, uh, Nika Nakubin. Oh, this show. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna butcher some fucking names. I'm just giving you guys that. Oh, by the way, for the people who are waiting for the heads up that on the on the Alpinist, I'm all done. I'm done doing the spoiler on the Alpinist. You can get back in the show. I've moved on. Um, But this woman, a 21-year-old, stabbed her date in her hotel room for why, you ask? In retaliation for the death of an Iranian military leader who was killed in a U.S. drone strike in 2020. You might say to yourself, what the fuck, Brian? How's that take place? Yes, yes. Nakubin and the man, according to the New York Post, whom she met on the dating website Plenty of Fish, agreed to meet at the Sunset Station Hotel and Casino in Henderson on March 5th, renting a room together. Police said that the victim picked picked her up from her home and drove to the hotel. She apparently took a shower to freshen up, I imagine, undies and, uh, and the goodies is what she was doing, and then went into the lobby to get some orange juice to put um, alcohol that the victim brought into a combined drink. The pair both drank, then began having sex, at which point Nukubin climbed on top of the victim, put a blindfold on him before turning off the lights. You might say to yourself, "Mm -mm, this is getting sexy, people. Where is this story going? Should I start touching myself? No, no, don't start touching yourself. Why? Because after um, uh, several minutes of the man being blindfolded, the victim felt Nakubin reach over into the nightstand, and suddenly the man claimed he felt a pain in the side of his neck. Now, there have been times... Oh, hold on. Am I am I pixelated? Am I dirty lens? Yeah, I probably have a dirty lens. I mean, should I clean it? I mean, I can clean it if you want. Oh, ah, what the fuck was that? Something just fell down. Hold on. That's right. JoJo says that I've got a uh, dirty lens. Let's clean the lens. Because we care about, ooh, that, was that better? How do I look? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. Better? Just want you to be here, your... but look, see, and this, this is what we call friends. That's friendship. A friend is someone who's going to sit there and say to me, Brian, you look like shit. Stop looking like shit. The question is, do I look better? Same. All right. Hey, I, I may have way too many windows open. I've got um, probably about a dozen. So as I start cutting him down, I may start looking better. Um, so he felt a pain in the side of his neck. The victim then shoved Nakubin off him and yelled, what are you doing? Now, as somebody who has been stabbed by a woman before in my life, I'm going to say this, that when you first feel the pain of the blade going into your body, you don't immediately think to yourself, oh, fuck, I've been stabbed. No, your first thought is, What the heck was that? So his response of what are you doing? I'm going to tell you 100% accurate. Um, As he screams, what are you doing? She runs out of the hotel. I imagine she gets getting going to get dressed at some point because you don't go from being um, uh, you don't go from being uh, naked on top to I'll take this off. Um, You don't go from being naked on one hour. People, I have done one hour all by myself. Cheers to myself and my Ron and Brian podcast mug. Hold on, let's, let's bother Ron and let's see if he is still um, around. But did you do? Let's. We're gonna put him on speaker. Let's see if he can celebrate the fact that I hit an hour. What I'm really trying to do is use up his. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and use up his uh, international minutes. I don't know what the what the plans are, um, but uh, I'm going to think that um you you are limited to your number of international minutes oh you better answer you son of a bitch. he's not going to answer not at this point you know why because now mr ron is drunk or mr ron is navigating mrs ron through um the hallway of their hotel ron bailey oh i didn't mean to announce his last name uh, mr ron mr ron's gonna have to edit that out of the uh, uh video um but uh, yeah, so as somebody who has been stabbed by a woman before in his life, your first reaction after being stabbed is not um, "Holy shit, I've been stabbed." It's a more logical. So I'm imagining that this woman um, got got dressed, um, and and so she claims, according to the police, um, uh, after she was arrested, because what you know, uh, there's you know there's there's so much uh, documentation on phones and whatnot communications that when after she was arrested, she said that she stabbed the victim in the neck for revenge against U.S. troops for killing Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani? Is that the, can somebody, uh, uh, oop, 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 oop. Um, uh, Look at this. This is why we love William Esquire. Ron's last name has been said on the show before. It's all good. And just so that Ron's, my last name, Perlis. Um, So uh, uh, after she's arrested, she said that she stabbed him for revenge okay people so what I'm trying to say to you is that if you are uh, online dating and you meet an Iranian woman who wants to meet you in a hotel and she's going to serve you uh, screwdrivers in your bedroom she will stab you with a screwdriver um, in the neck um, uh, so, uh, um, so so what I'm trying to say at the uh, at the end of the day was um, you know just be just be careful. If you're doing, um, if you're doing some shady shit like meeting women on the first date and going to a hotel room in, uh, uh, uh and, and just, just for sexual purposes, I'm going to say this: don't be blindsided. Um, it, literally, if you're going to be blindfolded, you're fucked. Um, so what? So my suggestion is, um, just be careful. Be careful out there. If you're going to be blind blindfolded by a sexual partner got to wait at least five dates. On the fifth date, you do the blindfolding. Don't do the blindfolding on date number one. Don't do that. No, you can't trust this person. You got to keep two eyes on someone on on, on date one. Two eyes date two. Date five, maybe. Maybe when you can start working into that kind of stuff. Date eight, that's when the crazy shit starts to happen. That's when all, all bets are off. However... If, if you've met someone who on date one tries to uh, uh, blindfold you, first thing you do, check the nightstand, make sure there are no sharp objects because this guy got stabbed in the neck. All right. We're going to close out that window. Let me know if my screen got any better. You know, it's not looking that bad. Um, what do we have? Oh, there's a story coming out of Texas. Um, there was a car accident this past week um, where there were... Um, uh, there was a golf, the, the golf team of the University of the Southwest, which I have never heard. So I, under no circumstances, I'm going to claim that it is an accredited institution with the national college thingy, whatnot. Anywho, but the University of the Southwest, apparently their golf team were driving in a Ford Transit van on a highway when suddenly... A pickup truck in the opposite lane blew a tire and jumped the curb, slammed into them, killing multiple people. So uh, uh, of the people that were in the uh, Ford Transit van, I believe six people died, uh, five of whom were golfers from the University of Southwest, one of whom being their 26-year-old coach. Um, Two Canadian players were in critical condition. Now, here's the bitch of the story is that behind the wheel of the pickup truck that had a blown tire that caused the accident was a 13-year-old boy whose father was letting him drive. Now, as as we've shown previously, an hour and five minutes. Um, As we said previously, I name names. I use last names. Um, So Ricky Siemens, uh, 13-year-old, was illegally driving um, when him and his dad, Heinrich Siemens der fuhr sounds a little german to me Mm. heinrich Siemens says to his 13 year old kid hey ricky why don't you get behind the wheel of this car you take it over i'm not saying heinrich had been drinking i'm just saying somebody should have done a uh a blood alcohol test on him anywho so this kid's driving has the unfortunate luck of the car blowing a tire i don't know maybe he's responsible so 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 the so he gets a blown tire kid crashes the car the kid dies all right so the kid dies it must have been a terrible like head on i imagine through the uh windshield maybe his head slams into the um uh steering wheel maybe it was a fiery death maybe it was one of those where the cars burst into flames uh where the gasoline tank just immediately ignites and the the, the kid died but the father survives. so the father now has the grief of letting his child drive the car that causes the accident here is where Brian decides that this is a story that we need to talk about is that it was only, um, uh, hold on a second. It was, uh, boo, 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 boo. This is where Ron normally takes over. It was only in December on December 14th when this kid accidentally started a fire in his home, he was making, he was boiling eggs in the kitchen and somehow started a fire when he forgot about it and walked away, (sighs) house burns down. Nobody was injured. Um, I believe a pet or two died. So this kid at 13 burns the family house down, and then months later, it gets into a car crash where he dies, and six people in the other car die. I'm going to say, Darwinism, God was coming down and trying to say, this kid was not meant for glory and was world was probably a safer place with him around. So Heinrich, Heinrich, uh, what's your last name? Heinrich Siemens, my uh, I, I toast you. please don't let any of your other kids drive your car moving forward. Um, also, you want while we're, we're, we're talking about people dying in terrible ways. We go up to Oshawa, Canada, where a 22-year-old landscaper named Daniel Van Heist on his very first week of the job as a landscaper, is he dies horrifically after getting pulled into a wood chipper in the middle of a suburban street. He's working as part of a crew, removing trees. Um, A traumatized restaurant told the Toronto sun that he was filming the crew disposing of tree branches at the exact moment that Van Heist got caught up in the chipper quote unquote. I saw his, hold on. Maybe we'll just pull the, I saw his feet leave the ground. It was that quick. He said he rushed over to help after seeing Van Heist coworker run to turn off the wood chipper. It is unclear how he got pulled into the machine. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching, and I hope you are, um, landscaping is some dangerous business. It's dangerous. Next, we go to Arkansas, where earlier today, thoughts and prayers from across America were all sent to um, victims of a mass shooting at an Arkansas car show. At least one person is dead. 24 were injured. Yes, 24 people were injured, including multiple children in a mass shooting. Uh, Dumas Police Chief Keith Finch says one person of interest is in custody as they investigate the possibility that there were multiple shooters involved. We at the Ron and Brian Podcast feel terrible. Noice. Um, We feel terrible about... Um, uh, 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 mass shooting events. However, we've become so numbed to it in America that we acknowledge that this is just something we have to, we, 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 as a society, have accepted is going to happen. We are not going to do anything to stop it. Um, we, we are just going to let in uh, uh, innocent people die by gun violence left and right. Gun control, maybe it helps, maybe it's not. We won't try it. Um, it's ed- better education won't do it. Um. Basically, we have just like three-quarters of the country where you can just basically show up, and as long as you've never killed anyone, get a gun. Um, I don't have the answers, people. I'm uh, I'm just a guy. Um, but fucking hell, people keep getting... Uh, uh, people absolutely keep getting killed in terrible ways. While we're talking about gun violence, we're going to go to Texas, where... Um, hold on. We'll go, Montavious Wright... That's right. Montavious Wright, 26 years old, was charged with murder after allegedly shooting his boss at work. That's right. Uh, Montavious showed up to work on this past Wednesday at at the 10th floor in the Greenway Plaza in Houston. Um, Apparently, after getting into an argument with his supervisor, um, Montavious pulled out a gun and immediately shot, um, uh, then turned around, walked away, Um, passed by everybody else. So this was a targeted killing. Montavious Wright killed his boss. And we're not done talking about absolute terrible ways to go while working. Um, We take ourselves to Florida. What was that state? Florida? What did I say? Florida. We go to Florida. Burger King employee shoots a customer. Yes, more workplace gunfire. You see how I kind of I, I string the stories you know in 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 a way that that seems like they're flowing. you didn't think I was gonna do it people you all thought that it was just gonna be chaos. We're a hundred and uh, uh, excuse me we're one hour and and 12 minutes into this and you're flirter and there is order there is not chaos flirter um Anywho but we go to Florida where a Burger King employee in Florida allegedly shot a customer after he threw mayonnaise at her face. that's right. Shatisha Hicks, 30, was arrested on Thursday and charged with discharging a firearm in public after an incident at a Miami Gardens Burger King. She opened fire after a man uh, on a man after an argument in the drive-through window when the customer she shot at squirted and or threw mayonnaise at her face. Now I'm going to say this, and I've said this before, people. It was my beef of the week a couple of weeks ago. Mayonnaise. Ugh. Can you imagine having mayonnaise thrown at your face? If I had a gun um, at the ready and somebody squirted mayonnaise in my face or threw mayonnaise in my face, I believe that's justifiable. I'm not sure that this woman needs to be um, charged with a crime. First off, it's Florida. And shooting somebody over a, a mayonnaise-related uh, 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 attack, absolutely, I feel, is, should be condoned. Um, but uh, uh, it's it's just the kind of thing that you just got to look past. Um, then we go to, uh, we're going to talk about celebrity deaths. Do we have a banner for celebrity deaths? Who died this week? I don't think we have it. do we not have a banner for celebrity deaths? I'm very disappointed. I mean, I, I could do the, um, no, we don't have, how do we not have a banner for this shit? It's like we're goddamn amateurs. We're fucking amateurs. I'm going to talk to Ron. What would Ron do? You know what Ron would do? Ron would create a banner for 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 who died this week, and I feel like oh oh hold on, we do have corrections. We do have a correction. Last week I was um in the wrong, and a loyal listener Dan H, uh, uh reached out to me and said, "Hey, you were uh, absolutely fucking wrong last week, and you got to be called out for it." And I said, "What on earth did I do?" Um, last week I made a reference to an eye for an eye being part of the, um, uh, Bible. No, the eye for eye concept does not come from the Bible, but actually originated with the Hammurabi code. So, um, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, for, uh, uh, for, for, for listening out there and letting me know, holy shit, Brian got it wrong. I did get it wrong. I, I, I get shit wrong all the time. Um, and I don't, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't, dis- I, I, I don't, I don't claim that I didn't do things wrong. It happens all the time. I just can't believe that I don't have one for celebrity deaths. I have NFL locks for the week. Ron answers the internet hot podcaster. Ugh. Um, what would Ron do? I've got thank you subscribers. That's a banner. I got beef of the week. Oh, yeah, if you if you have a TikTok account, give us a follow. The Ron and Brian podcast, give us a follow. It always helps. Um, I guess I'll take it off. We don't have celebrity deaths. This is not necessarily a celebrity per se, um, but uh, a Brooklyn legend, Dom DeMarco, passed away this week at the age of, I believe it was 85, um, people who don't know who Dom DeMarco is. Dom was the proprietor of a pizzeria in Midwood called DeFara's, which was arguably on many of the top five pizzerias in all of New York City. I happen to have lived in Midwood for for, for several years in the early aughts. That's the 2000s. Um, was it the early aughts? What is this? Two? This is 22... Uh maybe the early two 2010s. Anywho, who gives a shit when I lived there? Um, uh, but I lived in Midwood, and um, and DeFarers was a institution, it was the first place, in all honesty, that introduced me to the hipster concept of being willing to wait online. Um uh it was um it was the it, it was the first time that I actually as a as a New Yorker saw other New Yorkers willing to stand online for um up to an hour for something um which seems to have become more popularized especially during the pandemic where it is very co- uh, very common to walk through um uh Soho and see a pop up supreme store uh uh where there's a a, a 3 hour line around the corner so people can buy um uh Nike Air Force 1s and i know that i don't believe that they're nike Air Force Ones, and Nikes, maybe they are, not sure. Anywho, um, but I, I, so I moved in there and everybody was telling me, you got to go to DeForest, got to go to DeForest. So I showed up, waited online for the hour. Why? Because I'm a fucking sucker. Yes, absolutely overrated pizza. So I showed up, waited online for the hour. And by the way, it's not overrated pizza. It It's not worthy of the top three pizzas in all of New York City. It's not worth waiting for, Um But I waited for the hour, and it's very thin crust. Right out of the oven, thin crust. Um, Incredible ingredients. Um, Everything's imported from Italy. The man literally had a basil tree that he had in the window that he would cut leaves off of and put on your pizza. So it's like as fresh as you can get. Um, And he would drizzle some oil and some uh, Reggiano cheese on it. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. And so you would eat pizza, um, but it would get cold within minutes. So by the time – and keep in mind, I lived a block away from DeFar's at the time. And by the time I brought that pizza home that first time, after waiting for an hour, the pizza was already fucking cold, and I was very disappointed. I didn't go there. Um, yes, it was, it was a drizzle. Um, and it was just a uh, – so it was so disappointed. I didn't go there for a long period of time. Then – and here is, my, here is my Hurricane Sandy New York City story. So her, I was living in Midwood by myself at the time, and uh, and, and Hurricane Sandy was barreling up the uh, eastern shore. And I remember um, uh, everyone talking about, "Oh my gosh, this 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 hurricane is going to hit New York." And I remember sitting there being like, "You guys are all fucking pansies. We absolutely have nothing to worry about. I've lived in New York most of my life. We've never had a hurricane here. There's nothing for us to be worried about. Please stop letting the news." Um, uh, uh, make you scared. Um, it, it's, it's, there's no need for it. Hmm. I was proven wrong on that one. Um, so we, uh, so, 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 so it's the day of hurricane Sandy. It's maybe it's starting to, to, to hit the coast of Southern Jersey. And I get a phone call from my sister who says to me, Ooh, this thing's looking bad. Or are, are, are you prepared? And I said to her prepared for what? And she's like, uh, "Do you have canned food? Do you have dry goods? Um, do you have cases of?" And I was like, "No, I haven't done shit. I'm not scared of this." And she just laid it into me. And I can be uh, guilt. Uh, guilt is a motherfucker. Guilt is a motherfucker. So she's like, "You got at the very least, like, like if there's no water, how do you, what, what do you have to drink?" And I was like, "I literally have iced tea that I've made in a pitcher in my refrigerator." She's like, "What if you lose power?" I'm like, "I'm fucked." So she's like, just go out and buy a case of water. I was like, fine, stop it. Stop yelling at me. At this point, my mother had passed away. So my my sister had taken on the role of uh, being the uh, 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 domineering woman who uh, to sit there and point out to me that I was failing in life. Um, But what she did was she sat there and was like, go get a fucking case of water. At the very least, get some water. And I was like, you know what? That's actually not terrible advice. So I left my house and I and I walked out. This was probably about five six o'clock in the evening. So I'm walking up. Look at that magnet. Mm, I miss this guy. Um, so I I walked I I walked out of my apartment. I I I started walking to the local Dwayne Reed, and you know, what? man comments. The man gets his comments shown. So I walked up to. Uh, uh, I, I started walking up to uh, where Dwayne Reed was. And as I make the turn onto Avenue J, we'll call it. I don't remember whether it was Avenue J or not. Um, I noticed that DeFar's was open and there was nobody in there. And I sat there and I just said, I I popped my head and I was just like, Ron. No, I didn't. I popped my head and I said, look at this magnificent bastard. Who was I looking? I was looking at Dom DeMarco, who was making pizzas. And I walked in and I said, are you open? And he looked at me and he said, sure. And I was just like, I would like a pie. And I ordered a pie. A pie was twenty five dollars at the time, which was outrageous for a, a, an, an eight slice pie. Um, just an absolute outrageous cost. A normal pie in the city at the time was probably about fifteen bucks. Um, you know, but but this was outrageous for just a regular cheese pie. But I fucking paid it because I was like, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat the Faras fresh out of the oven by myself. There was no line. I didn't have to wait whatsoever. There was nobody seated inside. So what I did was I placed my order. I went across the street. I bought a case of water. I may have gotten myself some cookies. I'm always a sucker for um, uh, some Oreos. So as I came back, I put the case of water on the floor. My pie was ready. It came out of the oven. He drizzled some olive oil on it, uh, spread some R- Reggiano cheese, a little Parmesan cut up some basil. He put the, it was a nice little visual and he handed me my pie. And like the fat bastard that I am, I ate that entire pie right out of the oven all by myself. I'm going to tell you something. I knocked the whole fucking thing out. Not there wasn't even crust anymore. Um, when I was done with it, it was so fucking good. Um, so, so I will say this about DeFaro's one, you have to get it, um, uh, fresh right out of the oven. Two you have to eat it there three, you can't do this anymore because he's dead and um he's not making pizzas anymore. Will his um uh, children take over? will they be making it um I don't know sweets for the sweet miss you buddy Oh by the way, I accidentally said your name earlier um you may want to edit that out in the uh, uh, video that goes out there but uh sorry about that no I didn't actually say your name. But your voicemail came on and I had no idea. We'll, we'll talk about it after the show. Um, that's right. An hour and 23 and I'm still going. I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try and aim for a little bit more. But I only have two more stories. Um, so I ate that pizza and I'll tell you something. That pizza was so fucking good. And maybe it was the fact that I was just like the only person in the store Um Maybe it was the fact that I was just, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, surrounded in a world where everybody was filled with fear, and I was by myself at Tafara's eating a fucking pizza by myself. I ate all eight slices. I, I dragged that case of water home. Um, actually, I, I, I carried it, um, got it back to my apartment, plopped it down, and then—and this is this is truly where I feel like at times in my life I am fortunate. I then sat and I watched TV of the devastation of hurricane Sandy throughout the night while, um, completely unoffended. God damn it. That man, that man, the man that typed that message is a fucking hero people. Um, but I sat there and I, with a false tummy, my tummy was full of bread, of cheese, of tomato sauce, of olive oil, fresh basil. And I sat there and I watched on the news the coastline of New Jersey get decimated. Um, southern New York flooded. Um, Long Island fucked. Um, and I sat there like, like literally live, uh, you know, in Midwood, Brooklyn, watching TV. The closest that ever happened that I was affected by Hurricane Sandy was that my lights dimmed for about maybe four seconds and then came right back up. And I'm just watching it where it's just devastation. People's homes are just like floating out into the ocean. Um, businesses flooded. Um, Lower Manhattan, literally, if I'm not correct, from 34th Street below in Manhattan, had no electricity for about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Um, just a wild scene. And my memory, when people talk about the about Hurricane Sandy and how uh, uh, terrible it was, my memory, my takeaway was I had a DeForest Pizza all by myself and um, it was pretty good, not going to lie so um, those that say it's overrated it's overrated if you have to wait on that line, it's overrated if you have to deal with the hipsters, uh, the millennials, um, the people who are are, are are trying to create a different New York, fuck them um, not a fan um, but what I will say, we're going to close out this story with <clears throat> oh my goodness, where did that come from? We're going to close this story out with a a segment that I want to start. Hold on, Ron. As far as Bahamian beers, is it Bahamian or Bahamian um, beers? Go colic. Ooh, colic. My mother told me that I was very colicky when I was a kid. Um, She told me that uh, you know uh, she I was struggling with breast milk and powdered milk at the time, so I was very colicky. Um, But Ron's saying that colic is better. Then Sans. Sans or Sans? Is it Sans? 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 Is it Colic? Calic? Calic? Like a cat, a Calico cat? Um, But that's Ron uh, rubbing in the face that he's in the Bahamas right now, probably having taken five COVID tests just so he has access to Wi Fi. I mean, the man's nostrils have been used more than a prostitute during spring break. I don't even know if that's appropriate. Um. But I'm going to introduce a bit this week called "Sucker of the Week," and my Sucker of the Week goes out to um, an unnamed, um, an unnamed individual who went out and um, actually spent over five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars for the last touchdown pass that Tom Brady threw. Tom Brady being the quarterback, we're talking about NFL, we're moving on to sports people, but we're still sticking to the concept of sucker of the week. There's an individual out there who spent $518,000 on the football that Tom Brady threw for his last touchdown before he announced his retirement. So what happens is guy throws a touchdown to a receiver. The receiver in a, a moment of euphoria or exuberance runs into the stands and tosses the ball into the stands, at which point it's fair game as people who have attended baseball games, um, know that any ball that goes into the stands, you get to keep, um, actually William Esquire. Uh, he has a story about getting a foul ball from uh, Yankee stadium last year. Um, it's a pretty good one. If you ask me, um, so this guy so so the receiver throws the ball into the stands normally you sit there and would hold it if it's if it's uh, if it's thought to be a, a a piece of memorabilia or a commemorative you hold on to it cuz it's going to have value you give it to the player that it might have value to but this guy just tosses it into the stands with a without much thinking after the game tom brady announces i am no longer i i am retiring from uh, uh, the nfl i'm not going to play anymore now, this ball is in the hands of a private fan who puts it up for sale. Someone spends five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. You could buy a home. Do you know how many, how many different colic beers you could buy with five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars? Do you know how many Tafara's pizzas you can who's DG? I I some uh yeah, there we go. We're gonna leave that up there just because I love Ron. Um I'm not, And I'm not afraid to admit it. Yes, I'm a heterosexual American male, and I love Ron. Um, Ron says that his balls are deflated. So what does Tom Brady do? Tom Brady spends maybe a month, I don't even think he made it a month, um, of, of being retired. And then suddenly this past week, I believe it was on Sunday, announces that he's not retiring. He's going to come back and he's going to play another year of NFL football. So somewhere out there is a fucking sucker, an idiot who spent $518,000 on a useless football. And this just tells you the level of wealth that we have in this country, that there's somebody out there who has half of a million dollars to spend on a literal football, a physical football that has a memory attached to it. That can be wiped out of entire value based on the decision of one person. So whomever the person is that bought that football, you are a sucker. And I cannot believe that you are not subscribed to our um, Patreon. So if you are that person and you're sitting there saying to yourself, hey, listen, I just spent $518,000 on a useless football and I just got hosed, absolutely hosed how else can I spend money that might be a little wiser? There's one answer. There's one answer that will say, this is where you should be spending your money right here. Go to the Ron and Brian podcast.com. Click on the link in the upper right-hand corner, which takes you to patreon.com backslash Ron and Brian podcast. There you can sign up to become a Patreon, to become someone who supports the show financially, as little as $5 a month. If you've got half a million to spend on a football, then you sure as shit have at least $150 a month to come in as a diamond member, at which point I believe I promise that I will serenade you um, on your birthday. Um, my point being is um, that if, if you've got that kind of money, then you absolutely can come out and support this podcast Ron and Brian podcast support our Patreon. It helps us continue doing this show. Um we we'll, we'll do it for free. Um absolutely. Uh we will take the loss. We will we, any expenses can come out of our pockets. Ron Ron's doing pretty well. Um you know, he lives next door to Bill Cosby. You got to be making some money if you're going to live next door to Bill Cosby. Um I'm doing okay. I live in a in a rent stabilized apartment in in Queens, New York, you know. Um I rob all ladies, you know, just so I can, uh, you know, pay my bills once a month. I'm not struggling. Um, but what it does do is it offsets the cost of the podcast. You know, you know, we pay for this for for, for StreamYard once, you know, uh, every year. We pay for the website. YouTube isn't free. Um, we're this close to becoming monetized. So if you have a YouTube account, please subscribe to our youtube channel once we hit a thousand subscribers and we're very close to hitting a thousand um it really will just take a couple people um to hit us at that thousand suddenly we can start monetizing the show which means unfortunately you're gonna have to watch an ad before you get to the show however fortunately what happens we get to taste our beaks a little bit you know we get we get to put our 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 noses in the water and uh and 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 pad the pockets you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is what we love to do. And, and 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 what defines happiness when you get paid to do what you love to do. And we love to do this podcast. Ron wasn't able to join us this week. Um, sorely missed, absolutely sorely missed. It's not the same. Um, there you go. That's the website. Um, and, and it just helps us. It helps, you know, uh, ooh, it's the Ron and Brian podcast. There you go. Uh, we did a shit job. This is where, you know, hindsight really kicks in um, that I got to uh, say. Ron and I, in, in terms of branding on the different websites, Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, it's just a, a mixture of Ron and Brian podcast, Ron and Brian, uh, Ron podcast. I believe there was one social media website where Ron just did it, the Ron podcast, because he wasn't sure that he really wanted to stick doing the show with me. There were rumors of Ron doing a show with Dave Hill, but that didn't really um, pan out. Um, here you go, Ron, all Patreon money goes to Ron's next trip to the Bahamas. Wow. That really hurts. Um, there you go. Look at this. Um, you definitely want to join our Patreon at the least do the bronze level. We can do it. Ron jumping in. Uh, don't forget 51% of the podcast, uh, uh, Patreon money goes to Ron. That is not correct. Um, that is not true. Um, thanks for the invite. Um, What happens is that Ron will be spending his money on his trip to the Bahamas and I'll be using mine to pay for uh, the expenses I pay out of pocket. Go to our website, Ron and Brian podcast. That's not free. We pay for that. Go daddy. They're taking money. I really also don't understand the whole daddy thing. Um, Patreon.com, the Ron and Brian podcast. It's what will make you feel better. It helps put a little bit of, uh, of ducats in our pockets um and uh and at the at the end of the day, it just makes us all uh a, a closer knit world. And at the end of the day, people, as we wind down this this solo episode of the Ron and Brian podcast, lets me think this. Here's my 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 finishing thought that I have for you. Um I've sat here for an hour and thirty-five minutes, I've rambled. Um I've called him daddy a lot. Um, you know, the world is a rough place, there's a lot of people suffering. Um, and there's a lot of times where there's people suffering right in front of your eyes and you're not aware of it. Um, you just sit there and you, 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 you may see them put a a smile on their face, but you don't know how they're hurting. Um, and all I can say to you is this, um, sometimes it's the smallest of efforts. It's the smallest of things that you can do, um, that help change somebody's uh, day, uh, puts a smile on their face, just makes things a little bit better. Um, so, uh, uh, if you see an opportunity to do something nice for somebody, do it. Um, uh, sometimes those things don't require a lot of effort on your part. They don't require a lot of, um, time, uh, what, but at the end of the day, it just makes, uh, if, if it makes somebody else's life better, um, it doesn't require too much on your part, like joining the Patreon, um, go ahead and do it. It's the right thing. It makes you feel better. Um, so, ron is just rubbing it in that he is paying resort prices for beers poor guy um just just do something nice so, to, so tomorrow the day after um whenever you're listening to this if you're listening live do it tomorrow if you're listening to this uh when it comes out um just do something nice for a stranger um make your ma- make some effort to help somebody um it's the least we can do um, and at the end of the day, and something I've certainly learned during this pandemic is that you can't depend on people to take care of you. Um, you got to take care of yourself and it makes life a little bit easier when you have those around you who are willing to, uh, make uh, to ease the burden of your life a little bit. So, uh, do something nice. Um, I want to say, uh, thank you to everybody for checking out the show this week. Um, I genuinely was concerned that I would be able to do it by myself. Um, we're at 137 minutes um and the uh and the only way I was able to do this was because of you um, i want to thank everybody that commented on this show um it means a lot helped me go um thanks ron for checking it out um and uh and this is uh, exactly the types of uh, uh uh community that we've tried to grow and uh you know hopefully we can continue to grow it further and further um I we we have a blast 97 minutes but whatever you know we're doing it um thank you very much for joining the show i'm going to close us out um i wish everybody that is watching right now i wish you all a great uh week uh we'll be back next week on sunday um march 27th um where it will be uh episode 199 as we inch our way a little bit, bit closer to 200 um, that's, that's going to be a special number that will be 200 episodes of this podcast that I've done with Ron well technically I've done 200 episodes Ron will have done 199 um, and uh, um, next week we will be doing our pajama party during the Patreon so you have a week between now and then sign up at the $10 level or more I believe that it is the silver level that is at $10 you, can, um, you will get a link to our uh stream yard where you will be able to join the show come on you can interact with us live which a lot of people are intimidated by they don't want to do don't be afraid we don't bite unless that's what you want um but at the end of the day um uh just love you love yourself and love the person next to you so if the person next to you is right now passed out stinking drunk snoring because they drank too much at margaritaville in the bahamas well you know what you do you give them a kiss on their forehead. They may not know that you're kissing them on their forehead. They may be just so deep, passed out in an alcoholic stupor that they're not aware of what's going on. But I'm going to tell you something. You give you give that drunk person a kiss. You give that drunk person a kiss. Yes, we will be playing Can You Beat Ron? This is International Women's Month, March. So we will be playing a game of Can You Beat Ron? All about women. Ron is not a woman. So we'll be testing to see what Ron knows about women. Um, So that is next week. Uh, Love yourselves. Love the people that you're with. Life is shitty and anything you could do to make it a little bit better um, goes a long way. So uh, thank you very much, Jojo. I appreciate it. So we're going to close this out. We are approaching one hour and 40. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I don't know about you guys. Uh, But if you are watching, you're listening, whatnot, I appreciate it. I genuinely means the world to me that you have a thousand things you could be doing right now, but you decided to spend the last hour and 40 with us, meaning the community, not just whatnot. Um, That's right, people. I just hit 100 minutes, um, which is the first time in my life. And I will say thank you very much for joining. I love you all. And to all, a good night.